Yo! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and I'm looking at Audacity kind of jig out a little bit. I'm... Oh, yeah, it's working. It's working! We're able to record sounds, Tyler. I think it's time for me to upgrade my laptop to maybe one of those Surface tablets. What do you think about that? Sure. Down with that. Yeah. Whatever's better. Yeah, I mean, this thing is... Oh, God. When did I get this? I it's think been a I, while. No, this... I think I bought this in 2015. Wow. Yeah, it's been so a yeah, while. So, yeah, it's then. getting old. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember when I got mine. It's been a long time, though, because I was still living at home with my parents mm. when I got that, and I think I even then had it for a couple of years, so... Things getting up there. It's all right. Sometimes it doesn't want to do what I want it to do. But I don't know. Actually, we'll no. See. I think this is even older. Mm. This is even older. This might be a 2014 PSC wow. PC uh, or 2013. It might even be as old as 2013. Gotcha. Yeah. Because now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Yeah, this is 2013. This is like, because this has one of the 9 series cards, and like the 9, I think this one has a 970 in mm. it for a graphics card. I don't play video games on it anymore, but yeah, yeah, it's got some old hardware in there. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, the, the laptops my team uses at, at work are beefy guys. Mm. Like, I forget the brand. I always forget the fucking brand, but it's like... Are they Lenovo's? No, they're not. No, I don't think they're Lenovo's. I forget. I'll have to write it down. Um, mm. But they are specifically built to play video games. Oh. And because, you know, some of the models we work with are super beefy, and then some of the other people on my team do, like, some pretty high-end renderings in, in this um, program that is almost like a video game engine in a way. Like, it's it's pretty wild, the things you can do in it. So, just need a lot of horsepower there. So, that, those things are fucking awesome. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to get the name. I always forget it. But, yeah. Good laptops can be really awesome. Mm. For sure. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm, I'm maybe it even be, might be as soon as next week by the time I have one. Because this thing is, uh, it's freaking me out because occasionally, like, it just stutters. And I'm not sure if it's recording, but it looks like the waveforms are there. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's shady. It yeah. is, yeah. So uh, if there's anything fucky with this recording, that's why. Um, and we'll we'll get that fixed as soon as possible. But we're here to talk about things. Um, just very briefly, uh, RIP to Lando Norris's potential win. Oh, man. Throwing it away, his pit wall not letting him know what the weather was going to turn into. Yeah. I'm going to put that on the pit wall for not being like, I know this is what you feel, but hey, we have the same data that Mercedes has. Right. It's a little bit of a mix to me, but yeah, that was really a a real big bummer Um, because I I honestly think he would have won that race if it didn't rain. Yeah. Like he was doing such a great job of holding off Lewis Hamilton and keeping him out of DRS range too. And like that, that McLaren's really coming on, dude. Like mm-hmm. they're really doing great. And man, I was pulling for him so much to get that first win, but 
did not happen. Shockingly, a shockingly very entertaining race at Sochi. <laughs> yeah, it turns out all it needed was uh, rain at qualifying. Yeah, rain at qualifying, rain at the end of the race, and a completely jumbled up grid because of qualifying plus um, certain teams. Engine penalties Engine and all penalties, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just, it was wild, just so many... So many stories that came out of it. It was it was really good. Yeah. Shockingly. Only one more year at that track. Also so. really good. My fantasy team beating yours. Fuck. Man, I was really feeling good. You know? We were chatting. I said I'd kick your ass and fuck. I was close. Yeah. Didn't did not work out. No. I, I'm kind of peeved because uh every week I've done pretty good. And I usually have enough points to beat somebody else. Mm. Well, guess what? You were playing me that week. I know. I know. And that's what sucks. Even the first week, I had enough points to like beat somebody else. But I forget who I played first week. Sam. He like completely crushed me. And that's his only win. So mm. I'm like, fuck. I feel like my team's okay. But yeah, luck of the draw. So, yeah. yeah I think I'm playing Keith this week. I'm projected to win. We'll see. That don't so, mean shit. Yeah, no, it, it really does. <laughs> it really does, especially after only one Thursday night game. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. You know, so much can happen. But yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, oh. I guess, too, F1 going to Qatar. Uh, what, what was it, Low Sail, I guess? Yeah. Which, there's a lot to that, but one... That track under the lights looks exactly like Bahrain. Two, it looks like a worse Bahrain. Because <laughs> if you just kind of know and understand F1 cars, like it's kind of hard to pass and it's kind of hard to follow people. And it literally looks like the only possible passing opportunity is going to be going into turn one. Because if you just look at the rest of that track, I just feel like... It's going to be a lot of cars. Like, they're going to be close going into turn one, and then it's going to be follow the fucking leader all the way mm -hmm. around, just knowing how F1 cars work. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Got a 10-year deal there, too. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, oh, well. hopefully the next generation of cars is better. Yeah, racing for close sure. To each other. For sure. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. It's... It's time to talk about video games, Tyler, because, you know, I, I hurt my back this week, which meant I had an extra day to play video games, I guess. Yeah. Although I was kind of just laying in, lying in pain on my couch, uh, not really able to focus on the games I've been <laughs> playing. Yeah. Um, but I got through some stuff. Uh, how about you? I have four video games to talk about. Cool. I have, yeah, I think I have two or three. But mm. so, and I don't have too much to say about a lot of them, but, um, played more mortals, Phoenix rising, just trying to get that one off my plate in a way. Um, but it's kind of, man, I'm just so torn on this game because there are times that I absolutely adore it and times that I absolutely just want to fucking just quit this game. <laughs> like it just, it, I have such a love hate relationship with it because it was, um, I ended up getting into kind of a, a, a vault is what they call their dungeons. 
And this one was another really big one, very Zelda-like, like old school Zelda-like, just a really long, meaty dungeon. I, I was just like, dude, I don't feel like doing this, but I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll chuck along. And I like absolutely adored it by the end. I was like, this was pretty, it wasn't hard, but it, it wasn't easy. And it was, there was a lot of cool little things you could get into. And I'm like, okay, like I'm really digging this. Um, and then I did another one this morning, wasn't as long, but basically these, there would be like these almost like portals that would just like start to fire up. And then these like, they almost looked like bullet bills would come out, <laughs> whatever the fuck these things are and just shoot out. And you're on these platforms and you had to figure out like when to make it go forward, when to stop. Some of them you had to, to wait. Um, for like the bullet bill to come out so you can jump on and get to the next platform. Oh my God, was it fucking pissing me off. And and it was just one of those things where you know you can do it, you know exactly what you have to do, but there's always some little fucking thing that sometimes you're fucking up, but sometimes you just feel like it's on the game a little bit where it was just so annoying. And I'm like, God damn it, I just, this sucks. Um, but then I'm also like, I'm really enjoying the combat and the, just the whole upgrade path of this game. There's times too, just the, the exploration of it. it's just so much fun. Um, really, really cool areas, cool just environmental puzzles in the open world that are really fun to get into. Um, but yeah, I mean the story's not really doing anything for me. But I've, I, I'm, I'm trucking along with the story though. I've basically, I, you kind of have to save some of the gods basically is kind of the objective and there's eat one god per area kind of thing and i've saved one of them um so far so yeah i don't know just it's a fun just kind of chill out game to okay me. so that's that's where that's at um and the last thing i'll say about it and this sort of shit just drives me up the wall the game gave, gave me two side quests to do I'm like, okay, I'll check them out. Um, and I start them. And then it's like, you don't have the right abilities to do this. And there's two pieces to that. One, sometimes, the, like if you get in a vault, the game will tell you that. But it might be like, hey, you can get through this whole vault to the end. But there's typically like a, a side chest that you can go get that has a ton of resources in it. Um, and it'll be like, it'll tell you you have a missing godly power. But it doesn't really say you don't have the the uh, the power to get the extra chest, but you have the power to fucking finish the vault. Mm. So that was happening for me for a while, and I just wouldn't end up do those doing those vaults. And then I just looked it up. I'm like, what the fuck power am I missing? And then I just saw a bunch of people saying like, oh, you can just go through and beat this vault. It's more for the extra chest. And I still, like, there was one or two of them where I still ended up getting the extra chest anyway. So I'm like, okay, the messaging is just really weird in this game. But um, then, yeah, the game gives gave, gave you two extra quests. And I started them. And then once again, it was like missing godly power. And I look them up, and they are giving you a side mission that is a kind of a slice of some of the DLCs that you can get. And I'm like... <sighs> One, the side missions just don't seem exciting at all to me. But two, there's no way to just like get them off the map and say like, I don't want to do this because it, you don't really have a quest log in this game. It's just everything just shows up on your map. It's all just icons. Um, yeah, basically. 
So I'm like, God damn it. So every time I open up my map, it's just one of those things that mentally for me just kind of drives me crazy. One of those little kind of video game sort of things. but Specifically yeah, it, a Ubisoft thing. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it really only happens in Ubisoft games, but it just drives me crazy when that stuff happens. So, yeah, that's Immortals. Um, then the next game is I have played more of The Ascent, and I've also quit playing The Ascent. Um, fuck this game. <laughs> God okay. damn it. I have such, once again, a love-hate relationship with this game. This is by far the most disappointing game of the year to me because I think it just has so much cool potential. And it's just... Oh my God, it's driving me crazy. Like, I was trucking along, doing side quests, doing main missions, totally fine. Like I talked last week, the balance is still really whacked out in this game, difficulty-wise. And trucking along, though, doing all right. I'm, I eventually get through any any tough spots. But dude, I got to this one area... And it was a brand new area. Like it was, it, they literally call it the pinnacle. Like it's because the the map is like broken into like a couple different levels. And then within those levels is different areas. So I got all the way to the pinnacle basically is where the story was heading. And it was very much like a sci-fi like area. Nothing super unique, but something that felt fresh visually for this game where, you know, Everywhere else in this game was just fucking rain and bright lights and that sort of cyberpunk sort of aesthetic. This was a different aesthetic, and I was really digging it. And then I went through that mission, totally fine. Then it needed me to go to this other area. And dude, this game was just throwing so many enemies at me that no, and they would just fucking bum rush you. It was so fucking awful um basically it, it was throwing and it was mostly those like robot sort of enemies that we were running into that are mm. really tough yeah. to take out and um so they're just like charging me there's multiple big guys then there's two like spider bot sort of enemies that are pretty big really bullet spongy and basically those were bosses earlier in the game so basically you're fighting two of these bosses plus additional enemies at the same time and both of these spider bots can spawn little tiny guys that bum rush you and just blow up and even if you shoot them they blow up and it's not like you can really blow them up and damage the other enemies too dude i tr i probably tried to get through this section like 10 times and i just i kept dying every single time no matter anything different than i tried strategy wise anything i just couldn't even get through it. and i'm like this fuck this like what am i doing this is frustrating like the, the difficulty balance of this game i'm on easy easy difficulty i am over leveled i have pretty much fully upgraded weapons why is this so hard like all i wanted to do was play this game and shoot shit <laughs> i don't know it's just it frustrated me so much to the point where i literally just quit out and deleted the game off my system i'm like i, I can't mm. do this anymore so, I am done with the ascent. Well, Fuck. I think there are other games out there for you. If yes. You... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, cross that one off the list, and then um, I have sinned. I started playing F one twenty twenty one again. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um. Yeah, I just started the my new season. 
because here is my thought process. I want to play another season of this game when they add Imola and Jetta into it. But to do that, you would either need to start a new season, which I want to do because I've already got a ton of upgrades and all that stuff for my team. Or you basically have to play through a season so that you could restart. Oh, so you're going to actually play two more seasons of F1 2021. Exactly. So here's my plan. They're supposed to add all those tracks should be in the game at some point in November is what they said. Codemasters. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play through the whole season and leave Abu Dhabi, the last race. I'm just going to leave it. I'm not even going to do it. And then once those come out, then I will finish that season and start a new one. <laughs> so that's going to be my goal. You son so, of a bitch. But I'm going to try to space it out a little bit just because there's so many other things that I really need to play. Like I really want to get back to a Plague Tale and Deathloop and keep sharking along with Immortals. So, mm. yeah. Okay. That's um. That's all I got. That's all I got. Man, I don't. I don't know if I can trust you anymore. I know. I know. I feel like you need to be supervised. I know. I know. <laughs> God damn. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's it. Okay. All right. What about you? What what all you got? Uh, well, I did play. Well, I played one segment of a day in Deathloop. Uh, because mm-hmm. I'm taking that game slow. Mm-hmm. Um, got the, uh, what is it, the Nexus Slab, the one where you yep. link? Yep. Uh, that level was really cool. Yeah. Um, I got slapped hard by her weapon mm. because it, it poisons, it creates like a poison cloud and shit. Yes. Yeah. And like I got hit by it and then like dropped like a second later because <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah. That's the level where I had like over twenty thousand residium and died in that area where she is when and it was all poison cloud at the bottom. Um well I think she only activates it if you um if she if you get caught basically. Yeah. But that's what happened to me. So yeah, kinda kinda know what you're talking about there. I'll say like I am like dropping fools though. Like oh, yeah. fucking headshots oh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody dies very easily. Yeah, in that game, I I do enjoy a good headshot. Mm-hmm. Um, getting used to using that nail gun. I can't get used to that thing, dude. You got to hold the why. trigger to charge it up right. and then release. Right, I know, but I man, just can't get used to it. Mm. I found a really badass like machine gun that okay is all purple now, and I'm getting some trinkets attached to it. I think fucking Rex. Ooh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, enjoying my time with that. Uh, I also played a little bit more Lost Judgment, um, encountering uh, a, f- a new faction that has grown in the ashes of the Tojo clan, which if you played Yakuza Like a Dragon, you know like the, the Tojo clan and the uh, Omi Alliance broke up. Yep. So like, there's this new gang, the RK gang. Um, RKO out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> oh, you don't know that. That's wrestling. That's wrestling. Don't you that. you don't know what an RKO <laughs> is, um, but yeah, like there's this new gang that's basically sweeping up and uh, gathering all the remnants of the of the Yakuza. Um, so I'm gonna ask a dumb question. All these games are tied together. The yes, Judgment they are. They are in the same universe. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. 
Gotcha. I did not know that actually. Um, I, I and this game actually separate. takes place in the future, and it's I believe it starts in December twenty twenty one. So oh, okay, okay, interesting. So yeah, well, that's kind of cool that they're all tied together. You know? Oh yeah, they are absolutely like there are there are characters like you can visit the bartender from uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon because mm. you go to that area. Okay. Um, like all the locations are pretty much the same mm-hmm. um, because those two games take place pretty close to each other. Um, but yeah, it's it. I'm having a great time with it. Um, I I found my first girlfriend because Yagami. I, I'm not sure you, you didn't play Judgment, but Yagami is just like a girlfriend magnet. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's I based on it. it. He this go this goes into like the talent agency stuff. He's kind of like the actor that plays Yagami is kind of just like a popular figure in uh, Japanese pop culture. Gotcha. Uh, so like all these women are just falling all over Yagami. So yeah, found my first girlfriend. She uh she's very shy. She doesn't want to talk when she's not wearing her mascot uniform. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, I also started yep. playing Sable. Oh, yeah. Kind of okay. like hand-drawn looking game. Yep. Uh, it's a game about uh, leaving your clan and finding out what you're going to do with the rest of your life. Uh, that's deep. <laughs> yeah, that's basically... So you're taking part in this ritual called the gliding um in which you explore the world and pick up these i believe they're called badges Hmm. and if you collect three of the same badge uh you can trade it in for a mask uh, and that mask will decide your profession uh so basically yeah it's basically a game about exploring this world and seeing all the people that live within it and trying to figure out at least for me, figure out what the heck is happening here because it looks like there's crashed spaceships all over the place. Uh, I don't know what the situation of this world is, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It also has a pretty rad soundtrack uh, done by, I'm not sure if you know them, Japanese Breakfast. Heard of them, yes. Um, Jay Brecky for those on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a really good soundtrack. It, it's it's totally just a platformer. You're just exploring okay. this world. I haven't encountered any kind of combat. There's some puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just kind of one of those figure it out as you go sort of games, I guess. Yeah. Put yeah. it all together. Okay. Yeah, it has a really cool art style, for sure. Yeah. And it it is a very interesting world too. I'm 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 captivated by it. Cool. <sighs> And then lastly, just completely on my indie twee bullshit, I played through Life is Strange True Colors. Oh, played through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I could not put it down. Wow. All right. <laughs> All right. So um, what you, what'd you think? I think every time I play one of these, I remember that, oh, I'm just, I, I am the target audience <laughs> for these kinds <laughs> of games. Um and it always makes me feel things it always it always emotionally manipulates me a little bit and uh <laughs> you know gets me invested and they they're just really good at telling stories and they are full people um and it and it deals with a lot of uh, a lot of very relatable themes for me at least mm-hmm. um and yeah i 
I think they did a fantastic job with True Colors. It might be my favorite one yet. Wow. Okay. Um, cool. And yeah, it's it's just got a really cool, a little bit creepy, a little bit creepy. Um, there's some there's some things around it that are creepy, and then you have this giant evil mining corporation. Um, that is very obviously the evil mining corporation. <laughs> um, and yeah, just. It's it's really good. There are a lot of really cool characters in it, and yeah. What do you what do you think of the um, the main character's ability? I guess in this one, since they always have one. It's, it's the thing about those games. Yeah. So basically, you have empath powers. You can read people's emotions, mm-hmm. and it's kind of corny, but I like it. Um, it's it it presents like um so basically what what will happen is that you know how they're feeling and you try to find a way to like either walk them back to 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 like a place of normalcy or mm-hmm. like trying to figure out how to cheer them up or or whatever um so yeah i i think i think it works for the game i it gets really weird in the last chapter but i think all of them kind of get really all the Life is Strange games get kind of weird in the last chapter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it pretty it very much uh, follows kind of a formula that I think is prevalent in all the Life is Strange games, but I think it does it well enough, and I'm just a sucker for it anyway. Also, a pretty rad licensed soundtrack in this. Um, it picks up a lot of music that I that I am personally into, so. Cool. Yeah, just a bonus for me. Yeah, that first game, I, I like the soundtrack to that one. I I have this game. I'm very you should very eager play to play it. it you, for sure. you should you should stop playing F one. <laughs> you should fucking play this. I probably should. Probably should. Yeah. What, is this uh, like your game of the year or up there? I guess at least it might be. It had me thinking about what other games I played this year, <laughs> and it, it this might be my game of the year. Like yeah. right now, it's. It's kind of a three-horse race for me at the moment. Okay. Uh, if, if you're interested, uh, it's it's Life is Strange, True Colors, it's Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. and it's Death's Door. Okay. Those, cool. those, those are my three so far this year. Yeah. Mine's probably Ratchet. That's a game I think I've played and enjoyed the most this year, but in a way, though, like, I, and I love that game. It doesn't feel like a game of the year game, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it hasn't hit me like a game of the year game like well, Hades play, did or play Life is Strange, game man. God of War or something. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to check it out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean I mean it totally like emotionally killed me at points. Uh <laughs> I I had to like I didn't play any other once I started Life is Strange, I didn't play any any other games. Mm-hmm. I though I did have to put the controller down and just like walk away from it for for a little bit because it's like there are some huge moments. Yeah. Right on, man. But yeah, yeah, check it out. Really happy I played it. There's also a DLC that's already out uh, for one of the characters, one of the, one of my favorite characters in the game, Steph. Okay. Um, and you get to do a little bit of her story before Alex gets to the town. Cool. All yeah, right. Man. Yeah. It's a lot of shit to play. <laughs> a lot of shit to play. Yeah. I've still got to 
go through Lost Judgment and Deathloop. It's that those are my 2021 games that I still need to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to play Sable a lot too. That's I have a feeling that game might might get up there too, depending on how how well I feel about it at the end. Yeah. Same. Yeah, Deathloop for me. In terms of new games, Deathloop. Um, uh, I Life is Strange, and then I picked up Kina in the Bridge of Spirits. I want to play that. Yeah. yeah. As well, I downloaded Psychonauts 2 on the Xbox. So, yeah. A lot of stuff plowed through in the last three months here. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Jesus. October. I know. Fucking fuck. <laughs> and people celebrating Halloween all month. Yeah. Is that is that a, how long has that been a thing that all all the month of October is Halloween now? I don't know. Um, I've really only noticed it happening when I moved in with uh, my wife um, because she's a big spooky season person, as you can see. Mm-hmm. She decorated. I, the yeah, whole I saw house as soon morning. as I got in in the house. Like, uh, you have another cat. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, so that's kind of been the last few years, but you know, my parents didn't. Yeah. I remember being a kid like, and Halloween was, uh, Halloween and then it stopped. Pretty much it. Yes. (laughs) Right. So I guess it depends on the person, I guess, if you're into the spooky stuff and what Halloween is. Mm. Plus, you know, October's just that time. Yeah. So. All righty. Well. I guess uh, I guess we have news to get through. More news than last week, although I'm not sure how big any of this news is. Uh, we have a little explanation here at the top of the show about why maybe God of War was delayed. And it's because, uh, hey, your boy Kratos, Christopher Judge, had to get some work done. <laughs> he was uh, recovering. From a from I believe a surgery, and uh, he he has suggested that maybe he is the reason the game was delayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically he said he needed to have back surgery, both hips replaced, and knee surgery. Holy shit! Wow, that I hope I hope he's intense. doing all right. Yeah, definitely. As someone definitely. who just uh, had a very minor back injury, I hope he's doing all right because that sucks. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, basically he saying, like, hey, I was out and, you know, couldn't do any voice work, motion capture, any of that stuff, and that's why it got delayed. I could see it being a reason, but I also just feel like uh, the pandemic probably really threw them for a loop in terms of how they are developing this game and probably slowed them down pretty significantly there, for at least for a little while, and... I almost don't think that they were even trying to hit 2021, even if everything was all smooth and, you know, sunshine rainbows. But, um, but yeah, there's a lot of other things like that we don't know. And it's just kind of speculation, like, you know, how did the pandemic affect them? What was their original date? I mean, it's all sort of speculation. So I feel like you can't sit here and totally blame him. Yeah. I mean, maybe he feels that way, but. You know, I, I'm sure there, there's probably a ton of other things on why the reason the game was delayed. And in the end, you know, it doesn't doesn't really fucking matter. Like, the game yeah. will come out. It'll be fine. It doesn't matter whether it was coming out this year or next year. It, it doesn't matter. And 
really just, you know, yeah. wish him the best because I'm sure, um, you know, this was August of 2019. He was saying he had a lot of those things done. So, but damn, that's got to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, I, I get where he's coming from, but also, dude, like, don't put this all on yourself. You need to get shit done. So, oh, yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah, there's more important things. And like, <laughs> you you don't really, you you're working for for these people. You don't necessarily owe them uh, this. You don't need to come public about it. You don't you don't owe anyone this. Yeah, definitely. I also saw some speculation of you know in the the gameplay uh, that we saw at the PlayStation Showcase. You know, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but. You know, people were complaining that certain animations were the same and all that. And maybe, maybe this is part of the reason or something. Like they had to reuse those animations, maybe because he couldn't have mocap new stuff. Mm. But at the same time, I'm sure that saved them time. Like, what's the point in reanimating a, a different boat animation just for the sequel if? what you already had was fucking fine. Yeah. And <laughs> unless you're putting it side by side, why do you, why are you even like if you didn't put it side by side, no one would give a shit. Right. Exactly. Like I think there's just more important things yeah. to that sequel than just some of those animations, but what? as funny as I think it would be to look at, we don't need a we don't need a game with Kratos with a bad back. <laughs> no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Maybe that's where the series goes eventually. Maybe Kratos gets old. Yeah. Well, he already <laughs> seems a little old. But, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? All righty. Well, let's just stick with the PlayStation news this week because we got confirmation of what the world already knew. Sony bought Bluepoint. Yeah. It's official now. We can talk about it. Yeah. It was kind of... Obviously, this sort of leaked... When they announced the Housemark acquisition, and then it was a long time until this point, and like Blue Point was insisting that they're independent and all this stuff, so start to maybe cast some doubt that maybe they didn't get Blue Point, but yeah, they officially announced it this past week. Yeah, they did that, and you know, good for them because Blue Point has done really good remakes, including the Demon Souls remake, which. A short, short hitter here. They, they've sold a million copies of that Demon Souls remake, yep. which is really good considering that it's only on the PlayStation Five. Yep, one point four million. That's pretty, pretty damn good, for sure. And being a launch title, I'm sure that's a, a title that will continually sell as people get um, PlayStation Fives for sure. Yeah. Launch titles do a lot of that stuff, but. Yeah, it's it's awesome because yeah, Blue Point's been a really great studio. I think this is a great get for Sony. I think they they can really fit in with the overall team very well because obviously Blue Point is pretty good at remaking like third person action games. Um, but it does not sound like that Sony wants to have them be a remake studio. Because they flat out said that their next game is going to be an original game. Not a remake. But they did not say that it's a, a new IP. I'm just getting really into their huh. words. Like, could they be 
is it possible that they're making a brand new game in a certain IP? Universe, yes, Bloodborne whatever? Two. Yes, yes. yes. I've heard yes. some speculation yep. about that. Yep, Bloodborne Two. That would be wild. I mean, obviously they have that expertise now remaking Demon Souls. That would be really fucking crazy. Oh yeah. But yeah, so they're not remaking a game. I mean, could they? You know, remake games future absolutely. You know, I, I think it would almost be maybe a smart thing for Sony and Bluepoint to maybe scale up a little bit. It maybe they have two teams or something, you know, mm. an original team and a remake team. I just think there's value there in in having a team that does really high quality remakes, especially exclusively, and also just because PlayStation. You know, they're reaching a point a lot like Nintendo where there's a lot of nostalgia for the brand. You yeah. Know, they're yeah. they're old enough now that that is a thing. Um, so, I, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But I, I guess the whole rumors of them doing a Metal Gear Solid remake is not happening. No. 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 So, but yeah. Good, good for them. Sony's fourth acquisition just this year they bought housemark yeah Blue Point, oh yeah and then fire sprite oh. and nixes yeah nixes being that kind of port studio cool cool so, yeah. cool all right um we had we had tokyo game show this week right that was this week that was tgs this week. yep uh and at tgs I believe that Square Enix had a few things to say. One of those things was a release date for uh, Chaos. Stranger of Paradise. Uh, and that's coming out, well, guess what? Another March game. March 18th. <laughs> yes. This also came out with another demo um, yep. available to play. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Of that release date, just because, man, that game did not look very good. <laughs> I just thought it would be out um, a lot later than that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. Okay. I, I, like, part of me really does want to check out this demo just to see what it's like, actually, and, you know, be able to definitely kind of get my hands on it. But, yeah, March, March 18th, I don't know, man. God, early next year is just insanely stacked. Yeah, it is. It, it absolutely is, and I'm not sure I have time for, for this game yeah. at that time. <laughs> right, and that, that's the one thing. Like, this game hasn't really done a great job of kind of convincing you why you should buy it, at least in my opinion. Like, it just doesn't look that great. When you're coming out at a time where there's so many other releases... You know, it's a little hard to get excited for something like this when your time and money can go elsewhere. Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, see. All right. I didn't actually check which platforms this was coming out. What? PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC via mm. the Epic Game Store. Cool. Uh, those who purchased a PS4 version will... Well, yeah. It's weird sentence. Those who purchase the PS4 version to play on PS5 will be treated to free visual and gameplay enhancements. Okay. Okay. Whatever that means. I don't know. 
yeah that's kind of weird uh wording like do you get the ps5 version or are you just playing a nicer ps4 version that's just kind mm. of weird yeah i don't know uh well that's not the only thing square had to reveal um they made something weird they're making something weird this this and it has a very um i don't know title it's called dungeon encounters Square right. Enix is making a game called Dungeon Encounters, which is a dungeon, uh, a minimalist uh, dungeon crawler kind of game. It just looks so weird. It looks so weird. It's it's also coming out soon, October fourteenth. Yeah. So, like you, yeah, you're on some like game board looking thing, but what's the what do you do? You're going through these dungeons and you get in fights. You're just trying to go as over the number of tiles you need to go over. I Is there I like know. dice rolls and I guess it doesn't look like there's actual like combat. Well, there is. Is there? There is. I'm just, um I'm watching this trailer now. It just seems Yeah. Kinda... It's just so weird. Oh, okay, yeah, there there's combat. It's just so weird, man. What are they doing? What are they doing over there? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, the combat seems kind of um, very much just by the numbers, turn-based sort of stuff. But then, yeah, that this overall like kind of game board looking feel is what they're saying. Very minimalist. There's not a lot to it. <laughs> You're just like moving around this thing. Let me let me look this up. How much does this game cost? I don't know. Because price for this can they they can't no. there's no way but i guess guess there's some strategic aspects to it i'm sure with the active see. time combat yeah. system and okay so normally yeah. 30 dollars this game will go for okay okay i'm good <laughs> yeah this is just i'm such sure a people will, will find um find enjoyment in it but i'm all right um, it ain't no Octopath. Yeah. it's This is from the director of Final Fantasy Twelve. Okay. All right, that might explain why it's weird. Hiroyuki Ito oh. is who it's directing this. Okay. Uh, let's skip over that. Uh, we don't need to talk about Bloober just yet because we also have Konami to talk about here. Uh Absolutely still a video game developer, Konami. Um, <laughs> they say they're working on, uh, let wait for it, Metal Gear, Castlevania, and, oh my god, that's Silent Hill. Uh, they say they're working on these things. I don't believe them. I don't believe that they're working on any of these. Yeah, I'm kind of in the, I'll believe it when I see it camp. Just because it's Konami, and we've seen what they've done recently, and that is very little after Kojima has left. They did Metal Gear Survive, that was hot trash. They've done some collections that yeah, they just people recently did the Castlevania collection. Yep, they this um, whole e football free to play game seems Jesus like Christ. hot trash. 
God, I didn't I didn't know you'd be plugged into that. That yeah, yeah that game no, is I was fucked just, off. I was just seeing some of the articles. I'm like, oh my god, this game sounds. That game's very a fucking bad. nightmare. Yeah, very very bad. So they're not doing the hottest, but apparently, yeah, they're they're looking to do new things in these franchises. One of them being a reimagining of Castlevania, being developed by an internal studio. What does that? It basically, when you say a reimagining of Castlevania, that says to me like a an, a revival of the two D old school mm. Castlevania games, rather than anything three D, which two D Castlevania is what people want anyways. Obviously, there's a lot of yeah, and there's, there's a, a very popular there. handheld out there. Exactly, and there's a lot of hunger there with like when Bloodstain came out. Um, so. I think that's a smart thing. That's something people have been wanting for a long time. You see how much excitement there is just for this uh, Castlevania Advance collection that yeah. they put out. So that seems smart. Um, apparently, they were trying to maybe remake Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, but according to Eurogamer, that has been scrapped. Okay. But they were trying to to remake that. Um but but VGC sources say it's being handled by a Singapore studio. Yeah, but then we're reading an IGN article where I guess VGC, Video Game Chronicle, mentioned that it's being handled by a Singapore studio, Virtuos. So, seems like it might just be more of a remaster rather than a remake. Um, and then, when it comes to Silent Hill, it's been reaffirmed that there's multiple Silent Hill games in development, one of them being from a prominent Japanese developer. And of course there's rumors that Bluebird team is making one. But they're not. They're not, because Bluebird's no. doing something else entirely. Bluebird is making layers of another Layers of Fear game. They are not making Silent Hill. I don't think Bluebird makes two games at once. I think No, Blue- I don't think so either. I don't think they're that big. Um. Yeah, they're doing another Layers of Fear that's coming out next year. Doesn't there's no there's no uh, nothing more specific other than next year. Yeah, Unreal Engine Five. That's what they're going to use for that. Which could be cool. Yeah. I haven't really had any experience with those Layers of Fear games, but um, they're creepy. Yeah, I mean, what I've seen, I've seen gameplay of them. They do seem creepy, but. Yeah, I mean, could Bluebird be making a Silent Hill game? I think anything's possible. You know, how far along is that Silent Hill game if they're making another Layers of Fear game? I don't know on that. Uh, we'll sooner it was, get... Hmm. It was announced that they're having that, like, partnership, Konami and Bluebird. You know, does is it around that time that they've started development on a Silent Hill project? And, or you know, and that deal was was inked, but they were far along with this Layers of Fear game. I guess that could be possible, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm with you. It, it's believe it. I believe it when I see it sort of thing, and even then, I feel like there's going to be some speculation. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, Konami's got to, they got to reprove themselves, and I think there is still a place for them in this industry, and a place for especially these franchises. There's so much love and nostalgia for these franchises. 
you know, there's absolutely a place for them, but they got to do it right. They can't just spit this shit out like they did with Metal Gear Survive. You know what I mean? So they got to be committed too. The, uh, the Konami's been such a weird studio, weird publisher recently too. Of like, do we want to be in games? Do we not? I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, we will get a Silent Hill pinball table before we get a Silent Hill video game. Mm-hmm. Which I think I'm imagining what a Silent Hill pinball table could be, and that seems pretty rad. They could have some smoke effects in there, have a big old pyramid head. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I just don't see. I don't think Konami's going to put out another video game. Yeah, I don't know. We shall see, but if a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is happening, talk about massive expectations. Like, that's one of the most, I never played it, but that's one of the most beloved games of all time, you know, probably for a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, just expectations would be huge for that. I mean, they would have to nail it, for sure. All right. Oh, what do we want to talk about here? Tyler, you're just teasing me here. You're teasing me. You're teasing me. I'm, I see the words Twisted Metal. Yes. Next to the word Revival. Next to the word Underdevelopment. Yes. Are, are you fucking with me? No. It, it feels like you're fucking with me. <sighs> no, apparently not. Um, because, or I don't think I am. It is rumored that Lucid, the studio behind the hot PlayStation 5 exclusive Destruction All-Stars, is remaking or reviving Twisted Metal for PS5 in that it will be free to play. That's cool. How do you feel about all of that? Well, uh, hopefully it's a better game than Destruction All-Stars. Mm-hmm. I think it would make sense for that team to do it because it seems like they have a framework in in a way. Hopefully like they don't why? try to go on foot. Like hopefully they don't try to make Sweet Tooth get out of the ice cream truck. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, it's got to be just classic um, twisted metal gameplay for sure. And in a way, it's almost like why why did Sony let them make that game and not say like we'll just do twisted metal guys? Like, <laughs> come on. Because you saw Destruction All-Stars, and you, and you just knew that that game was just dead on arrival. It, it's just one of those games, dude. And obviously, they were trying to sell for 70 bucks, and they didn't put it out on PlayStation Plus, but I don't know. And so I think there's the potential there, just for what Destruction All-Stars is. I also don't hate the idea of Twisted Metal being free-to-play. I think that's not a bad way of getting a lot of people into it, uh, as long as just, yeah, the the model... The monetization is good, mm. you know, because you could just keep adding characters over time, just making a free-to-play game. As long as the gameplay is right, I don't hate that idea at all. I think it could open up the, the potential for the franchise a little bit more. Yeah. Just because Twisted Metal, yeah, there's nostalgia there from people like you and me, but it has kind of faded yeah. over time. Yeah. So... I don't hate. This. I just hope it's better than whatever. What is that? A TV show or movie that they're making? Yeah, I think a TV show. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. which Ugh. just seems strange. Yeah. 
but we were telling you know we we talked a few weeks ago about that tv show and was like there has to be a game tied to it somehow and this yeah. is the rumor this yeah. makes sense to me now we just need to get burnout back yes oh okay oh man I don't give a fuck about Grand Theft Auto, Tyler. Yeah, no, Come this on. this one's a super quick Come hitter. on. Um, you know, there was the Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. That's been rumored. It's been rated by the South Korean Games Rating Board um, for PS4 and PS5, all being remastered in the Unreal Engine. Okay, yeah, but we'll they're see. still those old games. Like, they aren't exactly. remakes. They're still the old fucking... Grand Theft Auto games, and if you're still into that, you're wrong. Like, to me, <laughs> I could give two shits less about upgraded visuals in this game, in any of these games. It's all about the gameplay. Like, those games don't hold up well. The shooting is strange. Their lock-on mechanic is strange. Um, just moving feels weird. Like that's the that's the piece that Rockstar really needs to fix if they're going to do any work to it. But I highly, highly doubt that. But it just sounds like this is this is going to happen. So, all right, all right. Time for more exciting news. Uh, the Mandalorian's Rosario Dawson is going to be in Dying Light too. Uh. Yeah, they're getting a celebrity to put in their game that we don't know if it's ever actually coming out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to come out, for sure. Um, yeah, she's going to play a character called Lawan, I guess, um, who is they described as being a warrior of sorts, a very tough woman who is fighting her past and looking to seek revenge on people who wronged her. Okay. How many times have we seen that? In that sounds like a hmm, that sounds like a choice you're going to make in the video game, whether to help her or not. Yeah, but apparently she'll be a character that's kind of alongside you at points in the game. Mm. He said that she teams up with protagonist Eden Caldwell and is important to the plot. So I'm down. I really like her. I love, I've liked her performance in just about everything I've seen. She's really great in The Mandalorian. She showed up on uh, on AEW, uh, the, the, the wrestling show. Mm. Uh, she she uh, she distracted Malachi Black, but guess what? Cody Rhodes still lost that match because Cody Rhodes sucks shit. Nice. <laughs> she was great in the Netflix Daredevil show. Ah, yes, yes, that's and Luke Cage. Really enjoyed her in those. Movies, um, yeah, she's made a lot of a lot of stuff, and she's so. not Chris Pratt. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Insomniac wants to talk about Spider-Man Two, their their Spider-Man Two game, and they're they're making a comparison here. They, Tyler, I'm not sure how I feel about this comparison. Does Spider-Man and Star Wars line up at all to you? <laughs> In yeah. any way, thematically? Thematically, no. <laughs> oh, but, God. Yeah, basically, 
Bill Roseman. He's the head of uh, Marvel's gaming entertainment stuff. Said that Star Wars or Spider-Man 2 is going to be the Empire Strikes Back for them. Which is a lofty claim. But he says it gets darker and um, goes places. That's kind of all he really said. So that's kind of all we really have to go off of. But what do you what do you think of a Spider Man that's darker in mm. in tone? Obviously, uh, I I don't know. People are gonna die. I guess mm-hmm. people important to Peter Parker and Miles Morales are going to die. Yeah, and when you say something like that, yeah, it just kind of says like one. There's going to be a third one. And then two, some crazy shit's going to happen. <laughs> it, but I think a game with Venom in it should inherently be a little bit darker, just with who that character is. Yes, Venom. Venom's uh, character art is particularly darkly colored. Yes, yes. he is, <laughs> yes. But, yeah, just, just the type of character Venom is, I think it just makes sense, but I don't know. I'm you down, think they ever fuck up and try to put the Fantastic Four in Spider-Man? No, I don't think so. Does Insomniac make a Fantastic Four game? Do they finally <laughs> crack the code and make a good fi- Fantastic Four game? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them. No, I wouldn't either. I think Insomniac could probably do just about anything, honestly. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down for this. In a way, like, Spider-Man... The first one and Miles Morales were already sort of dark in certain aspects. So to get even darker, I don't know. I just hopefully they don't go too far. I don't think Spider-Man should be fucking, uh, you know, Bat. We don't want no Batman v Superman over here. Mm. Justice League sort of nonsense. You know, we don't want any of that shit. Do we want Spider-Man to have a gun though? No, <laughs> not at all. I don't think so. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I'm good. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think they put the Punisher in this game? Mm, I don't think so, but I could see him making an appearance at mm. some point in this whole storyline. I think he's a character that could come in pretty well, or say Daredevil. That'd be fucking awesome, actually. I could see it. I don't think it would happen in this game. So. Mm. Okay. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, well, we might get a trailer that shows us more of what they're talking about at the Game Awards, which have been announced. As returning as a live event, they're going to put all those people in the auditorium again. Uh, and they're going to do it. Uh, what day is it? What day is it? December 9th. Jeff Keighley is going to have all his friends over December 9th. Out there in L.A., I think they do this, right? Yep. Yep. <sighs> Microsoft great. Theater. Great. Just great. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, I, I love watching the Game Awards. I think Jeff's done a really good job with that show, and especially last year, considering... Uh, the pandemic and everything. Thought it was a good show, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about it being a live show, um, or yeah. just live in 
theater, but I guess it does, you know, there's, there's an aspect to that for sure. Yeah. You know, audience reactions and all that is always cool, but. I, I will know. not be going to the Game Awards. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm not uh, ready to be around that many people yet. Yeah, so. I just, I just hope Jeff just, just stops trying to make Kojima a part of everything. I hope this isn't like as cool as I would like to see Kojima's new game. I don't think this is a place for it yet. Just yet. Just yet. Can we, can we, what if Kojima gives Jeff Keighley the cold shoulder and they're not friends anymore? (laughs) I don't see that happening. And Jeff gets really sad and is like, Konami, do you have something to show as revenge? (laughs) Yeah. Goes, goes back, stabs Kojima in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, but I don't see that. I think Jeff would like to just be nice and play both sides. Yeah. You know what? Why Why screw one person when you could maybe get both mm. for your show? Mmm. Mmm. Delicious. Well, I'm just excited for some trailers. I want to see some more games. There are some games, though, that I don't need to see any more of. Like yeah. Elden Ring. Definitely. Because that's just coming in January. Yeah. I also think it will it'll be really interesting and this is just Wait, well Halo when me. does Halo come out? The day before. Oh, okay. Summer 8th. Um I, I might th- be busy playing Halo. <laughs> yeah. I might be playing some Halo while watching this. Just have it on on the side. Um Uh I think it'll be really interesting. This kind of goes just across the board for the industry in general just what might win game of the year this year. I feel like it's a pretty open year. Yeah. Like, pretty, uh, love it or hate it, it was pretty obvious The Last of Us Part Two was going to win last year, or God of War in 2018. You know, 2019 was kind of an exciting year when Sekiro won, because we were just like, any of these games could win mm-hmm. yeah. that were nominated. And I feel like this is this is going to be another one of those years. Is so. this the year Call of Duty wins Game of the Year? No. No, <laughs> no way. No chance in hell. Does NBA 2K win yeah. Game of the Year? Jesus Christ. Uh, I just hope it isn't something. I mean, there aren't that many boring picks. No. Like, what are the what are the big game, games that are coming out this year? Still Left come out? Yeah. Um, Far Cry? Oh. Six? That can't um, be game of the year. I, I mean, I don't know I don't how good so. it is, but like... I don't think it will. I don't think a Far Cry game's going to crack it. Back for Blood. I don't know if that'll get up there. Uh, Does Halo win Game of the Year coming out the day before? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it can't know. because it, I don't think it's eligible. Yeah, it's kind of a weird cutoff sort of thing. Um, I don't. I think it'll be a great game, just with the games media that votes on this stuff. Forza Horizon Five, I'm sure, will be awesome. But I don't see that yeah. being up there as nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah, I'm trying I'll to think. The, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. The boring pick, because more often than not, it's the boring thing that is just by, like, generalization most people like. Um, right. And I'm, tr- I'm struggling to figure out what game that is this year. Is it Resident Evil 8? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the conversation for that game came and went. Um, I love it, but I don't know. Um him. Hitman it, 3? Is it Ratchet and Clank? Hitman, yeah, I think Hitman I, 3, Ratchet's going to be up there. Maybe Returnal? I don't, I don't know. Think it's Returnal. I don't think it's yeah. that. Deathloop, 
Deathloop's actually probably one that's going to be up there. Yeah. And honestly, just based off of like different podcasts and all that stuff that I've listened to, I think that might be the front runner. Hmm. Seems you might like, have a point. It seems like everybody that's played that game really, really liked it. It's the only game this year that has scored 10 out of 10s at multiple outlets. The only one I can think of. Um, yeah. My it's the year loop. Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker <laughs> game of the year. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just looking at the list of games that I wrote down that I wanted to play. Like, we pretty much talk about all of them. Like, Pokemon. I'm interested in Pokemon, of course, but that's not going to win no game of the year. No. Um, we've talked about all the other ones on this list. Solar Ash from the Hyperlight Drifter team. I never really heard that much about Yeah, it. I don't know. Guess it depends on how well reviewed that is. Honestly, I think a game that's going to be up there potentially and be nominated at least is Life is Strange. There's been a lot of really great buzz about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It'd be really, really fascinating this year to see who, what's nominated, and what uh, what takes it. All right. Well, a potential nominee coming out uh, as a PlayStation Plus game, Hell Let Loose. Play one of your free games this October. Tyler, we should play some Hell Let Loose. What is it? It's it's the good World War II shooter that's coming out this year. Okay. Uh, Sh- shooter slash strategy game? How's that work? Uh, so how that works is that uh, each team has like a commander who communicates with squad leaders who gives or- who give orders to their squads. Mm. It's kind of like a big game of battlefield but you're like setting up outposts you're setting up like respawn points supply points gotcha um earning points for your commanders to call in airstrikes yeah I, i've watched a few streams of the game and it, and it seems pretty cool is it a first person shooter though yeah okay yep interesting with like different classes and all that mm-hmm. um it just seems like battlefield but cool yeah <laughs> Like, Battlefield, if it actually, like, built on its features and tried to, like, try to turn Had, into the direction of having, like, having, like, a squad and command yeah. structure. Right. And more strategic elements to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds interesting for sure. Yeah, but that's one of your free games coming uh, for October if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Also, uh, that's on PlayStation 5, but if you're still on PlayStation 4, there are a couple games here for you. You could get Mortal Kombat X or, uh, what is that, PGA 2K21. Yep. Um, They don't put a golfer's name on it anymore, do they? Mm Mm-mm. Huh. Okay. No. Also, I don't think they did a 2K22. No. PGA Tour. Huh. Now that I think about that, but yeah, I mean, those two games seem fine. I like golf, and I like uh, ripping spines out. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't be more opposite (laughs) with those two games. Hmm. You know, not the greatest month ever, but also not, not bad. Yeah. If you're on PS5, though, and you're a PS Plus subscriber... 
I think Mortal Kombat X is already there in that um, PlayStation Plus collection. Ah. So really, you're only getting two games, but hey, okay. still getting two free games. So there yeah. you go. I'm gonna try to check out Hell at Loose. I need to uh, actually beat a video game so I can delete it and download another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I moved Black Ops Cold War onto my external hard drive, and I'm like, I have all this space now. Yeah. That was 217 gigs yeah. off my hard drive. So <laughs> I was I was kind of uh, I was kind of itching for some Warzone. So I actually installed that on my Xbox because mm-hmm. I have that expanded storage there. Right. I'm looking into maybe doing the storage expansion on the PlayStation Five. Though mm-hmm. I'm looking in looking to see which uh, which hard drives aren't like a thousand dollars. Right. Um. But that's a nightmare market right now. Yeah. I need to see... Call of Duty is just so complicated. Like, what I ideally would like to do is have Warzone on my PS5. Just and on that hard drive so it's just ready to go. Because I do like playing Warzone. But then I don't want to have, like, the Black Ops Cold War campaign or multiplayer on my hard drive. Like, ah. It would be cool to be able to move that but have them be separate. I don't know if that's possible. I might have to like totally delete them and then reinstall them. I don't know, which just seems complicated. I'll have to look into that. But hmm. oh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's the show, uh, and we got yes. things to do. I have, yeah, I have things to do. My hours yeah. are changing this week, man. I don't okay. go in until six p.m. tomorrow. Oh. But I work till like four in the morning. Oh shit! Well, wow. yeah, they they flipped it around on me. Mm, damn. Which is okay. Which just means I need to figure out how I'm gonna stay up late tonight so I sleep in tomorrow. Yeah, well, you got that monster there. So there you go. Well, I just finished it. <laughs> <sighs> just like we finished this podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, and before we leave you all, I have to, you know, do the usual spiel at the end, which is to tell you to give us ratings, review, share us with your friends. If you have questions, send them to us via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Hey, buddy.